you know, we always did the the jamboree at Nayland Stadium. And at halftime of that jamboree, you'd play four or five games at the beginning, four or five at the end. But at halftime, all the schools that were participating would have a halftime competition where you would race the fastest lineman, the fastest bat. You would have the longest throw and the longest punt. That has disappeared. And that is what I think, you know, the, the partnership with, with Dick allows us to start to bring back. Hey, thanks for checking out the show. It's called No Playbook, and it's brought to you by D1 Training. My name is Casey, and on this show, we interview the coaches, players, and experts that help to make sports and fitness such an important part of life here in East Tennessee. Uh, if it's your first time checking out the show, please go back and listen to some of the uh, top episodes that I've had. Had some really cool athletes from here in this area. PGA golfer Scott Stallings was on and up. Uh, Cleveland Browns quarterback Joshua Dobbs. Even Monica Abbott, who's one of the greatest college and professional softball players of all time. Uh, I also like to really feature some local high school athletes, uh, especially those that are really focused on getting recruited to play uh, sports in college. Today, I've got Marcus Jackson on the show, a defensive back and uh, running back at Powell High School. We talk about their recent state championship back in 21 and how he's going about trying to get himself recruited. Also, Powell's head football coach, Matt Lowe, joins the podcast today. We talk about the Knoxville Classic. It's a 7v7 tournament that's coming up next week. And we've kind of put together a, a cool hype event at Dick's House of Sport there at Westtown Mall. Uh, that's for July 12th. Uh, and, of course, we talk a lot about that. But first, let's get into it with Marcus Jackson, upcoming senior at Powell High School. Uh, now, a little bit of quick context he had two teammates that were supposed to join him on the show. They kind of left him hanging. We had fun with it. Yes, sir. That sounds good. Where are your boys at? Sleeping something. Are you going to give them a hard time for not showing? Yeah, I called them. That's what a, a good teammate You got to find some, some way to like haze them or something for not showing up. Steven would do it to me, so I got to get him back. Right, right. You got to, you got, <laughs> you got to make sure. So, uh, Marcus Jackson, you play corner, am I right? Yes, sir. Any any offensive positions? Uh, a little bit of running back. Okay, got it. So, uh, what we're really talking about on this show is uh, I'm going to catch up with Coach Lowe to talk about the Knoxville Classic, the seven on seven tournament coming up in a couple weeks, but one thing D one has been really involved with is this like hype event mm -hmm. that's going to be at Dick's house of sport. And that's going to be on uh, Wednesday, the 12th of July, five to eight o'clock. People can come watch that. Have you heard about what this is going to involve? Yes. Like a combine style competition. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to have a 40. So yeah. So uh, D one's going to bring out our lasers. We're going to do uh, timed forties. We'll do broad jump, but also uh, we're going to set up a bench press and you know, like they do at the combine, we'll have a bench contest uh, and have something for the uh, quarterbacks, like an accuracy challenge. Um, you think one of those events they're going to stick you in? Uh, they should. If they Which one? Win, uh, I say the forty. The forty. What, what's your what's your forty time, Marcus? Uh, four, five, six. You know, we did an event with Joshua Dobbs a couple weeks ago. We ran his camp this year. And he does a fun thing where everybody runs a 40 and we time it. 
And then the fastest times he will actually race them. So there was a kid that was 14 years old and ran a four, five, nine. And then at the end raced Dobbs. And I mean, when I say Joshua Dobbs won by a hair, it was like, he leaned forward. I think he just won. Cause he's a little taller. <laughs> it was crazy. So, um, so Marcus, you're uh, upcoming senior. Is that right? Yes, sir. Okay. Now, you were a part of the team in 21 that won the state championship, right? Yes. Okay. Talk a little bit about just what that experience was like start to finish with that season because you had some some ups and downs, but then tapping it all off with a championship. Uh, it was rough a little bit, and we just found our – everybody started clicking, started making big plays, and just – turned into something special was there anything that was kind of uh memorable like or a turning point for you guys during the season after losing a few games and people just saying bad and all of it just fueling us to do better and then when the championship just stopped it all off yeah i was at the Maryville game um yeah. i actually live a couple like maybe a mile away and i just wanted to see walter play uh, so I, I was at that game and I know that you guys hit that turning point later. And I always love hearing stories about teams like you guys that hit that turning point during the season. Like, is there a moment when you start to believe maybe it's even during the playoffs? Like I hadn't really considered we could win the state championship, but was there a time when that snap snapped with you? And you're like, I, I really think we could do this. It really happened in the summer, to be honest, when we were all training and putting in work, it was just, we was destined for it. Yeah, uh-huh. that's good. I mean, having that confidence that can help kind of put you over the top. So that's it's really good. What about this upcoming year, twenty three? What what are the Panthers going to look like? Man, we got a lot of young talent. We just gonna come in. Um, it's not gonna be the same as last year, of course, but you know we're gonna make it do what it do. Sure. Now during the summertime, Marcus, I know that such a big thing is going to these camps. Uh, talk about the ones that you've gone to and what they really mean for your recruiting. Uh, it's really good for your recruiting so you can get out in front of coaches and show them what, what you can do, well, why they can see you, you know, not just film, they can see you in person. You make a lot of connections, you know, you build relationships with the coaches, talk to them before, after the camps. You know what I mean? And you don't even really just always talk about football all the time. You can talk about life things with a coach, you know, school. It's just not always about football. You just want to make a good connection. I wonder if the coaches are doing that kind of to see your personality, you know, and to see how you're going to react to stuff, not just can you deflect a ball on defense, but also, like, can you have a conversation, you know, is the light turned on upstairs? Yes. Um, I mean, like, the few camps I've been to, like, EKU, uh, Kentucky Westland, uh, certain ones, like, where it was really a lot of showcase, you go on the one on one, seven on seven, you just you show what you can do. And it's, and it's not even just, I mean, it's about business, but you always go out there, you have fun, too. Yeah. Now, when you go to a camp like EKU, are you hoping to get an offer? Uh, always, any camp, you hope to. You know, yeah. and, and you're just hoping to be the best you at that and at that time. Now, 
your boy Stephen that you mentioned earlier, he's got a few offers, right? Yes. I was wondering when we were going to get a commitment from him because he's got a, like a long rap sheet of of kind of D one style offers. Um, do you have any idea when he plans to commit? Uh, I know before school, Andy he told me he was going to commit before his birthday. Then he came out. He said the twenty fifth, but I don't really know what happened. So now I'm just. I- so now I'm just waiting as much as you guys are. <laughs> I saw on his Twitter that he said he was not going to commit on the 25th. So I guess he, he changed his mind. And I guess a lot of times maybe another coach got in his ear and, and put yeah. second thoughts in his mind. That that can happen for sure. Yeah, the recruiting game is kind of crazy. You know, anything can happen. Now, what about this seven-on-seven seven challenge? Do you guys – what is a strategy that can set you apart in a seven on seven game versus even, you know, 11 V 11? Uh, obviously you don't have so many of the big guys involved. Uh, so is it just, you're just relying on speed or, or what is your ideal tactic? Hey, yeah. You want to match up your speed with your speed or talent on talent. But I also just say, I mean, it's going to sound kind of plain, but you got to outsmart your opponent. You know what I mean? Uh, you got to look at certain places where you are down the distance. I mean, uh, plays you got left in the drive, and you just got to look in your playbook and see what you got. Yeah. Now, what do you do when you're not on the field? Do you have any any hobbies around Knoxville? Uh, I really just – man, I don't go out there much. I, well, man, I'm training a lot. And if not, when I'm at the house, I'm just playing video games, chilling with family. What's your, what's your video game choice? Uh, Madden and Call of Duty. There you go. Man, my kids are into like, what is the one where Mario characters fight? Smash Brothers? Smash Bros. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's just, it's just like all the, all the time with these kids. Hey, uh, one thing I ask everybody, what is your favorite workout exercise? I like squats. Yeah. Just just for throwing up the uh, the high weight or you just like yeah, it's just the tearing those legs up? It's just the one where I... I know I can get the most weight up and just feel good about myself. Right. Uh, how about one great sports memory for you? It could be as a spectator. It could be as a player. I don't care if it's as a high schooler or as a Pop Warner. Just something that sticks out in your mind. Uh, I remember this time uh, down at John Tartan. My team, we were down by like three touchdowns at halftime. We came back, we won the game, overtime. So just, how old were you then? I think I was probably about nine when that happened, if I'm not yeah. mistaken. The thing I love about memories like that is it's not just, you know, it's a time, moment in time when you probably, like, really started to fall in love with football. Like, like I, I used to coach soccer, and I would, you know, kind of tell them, like, you guys, you're, you're eight years old. You're not going to remember in 20 years if you won or lost this game. But if you find a moment really find that passion and that love for it that's what's going to stick with you so come out and let's have some fun and let's learn something and get a little bit better today uh because that's for kids sports i think that's that's more important you know what i mean well cool let's see if we can get your coach in i'd like to hear him talk about the uh, knoxville classic all right what's going on man you good yeah yes sir how about yourself i'm good i'm good been running the roads a little bit but back in the office today there you go. This this kind of uh, dead period is that is that actually a break for you or not at all? 
uh, it is a break. Um, get to get to travel, get to do some things. But uh, as long as my cell phone's in my pocket, I don't know there's ever really too much of a break. Well, so we caught up with uh, Marcus about just some stuff going on with the team from a player's perspective. Uh, as we've got the Knoxville Classic, this 7v7 tournament coming up, uh, just talk a little bit about what that is and where it is and, and everything that, that surrounds it. You know, I mean, we're obviously extremely excited to um, to host the event, and we're extremely excited to, to have the partnership we do with Dix for a new event that's going to happen on that Wednesday. Uh, you know, to have these teams be able to come over um, to Dick's House of, uh, of Sport and be able to go through there and compete in some off-the-field type stuff. And, you know, a lot of what, what you already know and I'm sure I've already touched on is, you know, we're trying to set this up to be a lot like, you know, the Pro Bowl competitions um, that, that those pros get to do that so many of these young athletes get to watch and emulate uh, or, or get to watch and someday dream to emulate. Well, now they get to turn around and they get to do some of those same type events. They get to do some of those same things and and to have their teammates there with them and, and you know, some community uh, to be there to support them. Those should be a, an extremely fun night. And then you turn around and and, you know, the following day on that Thursday, you know, we're going to have pool play. And I think there's 22 teams um, all within, you know, an hour and a half of here that are committed to showing up and uh, and competing, um, you know, in pool play. And then based on pool play, we've got a double elimination bracket. Um, so that going into Friday, it's going to create a long day for us. We're going to be on, on site, you know, a majority of, of, of that Friday. But what a fun event for these kids to get to play in, um, you know, a lot of them get this opportunity with travel teams, uh, with, with seven on seven teams, you know, basically February through, you know, sometime in May. But now to do it with the guys that they play high school ball with is another type of, uh, you know, environment that, that many of them don't get to have. And, you know, four years ago, five years ago, when we, we started to create this, that was kind of the goal is to have a, you know, double elimination tournament style event for high schools um, to come in here and compete and, and to, to get as much competition as TSSAA will allow us to have in the month of July. Now, last I spoke to you, we had 22 teams signed up. Is it the same? Uh, 22. A couple have dropped out, and a uh, Alcoa has added in. And then so there is a total of 22 right now. Uh, I guess there are 22 teams. There are 21 schools represented. Oh, okay, great. So one of the schools is going to have – yeah, one a of the couple. schools is going to have a Bearden uh, because of their sheer numbers. Uh, you know, they're going to have two teams in it. Oh, sweet. I was just remembering when you were talking about the uh, the old Pro Bowl things. I was remembering right when I moved to Tennessee, uh, that was the days of Joey Matthews. Do you remember yep. him? Quarterback. Yep. And I went to the punt, pass, and kick contest just because I knew he was a Tennessee recruit. And I was a fan. I just wanted to see this guy. And I remember thinking where I'd grew, grown up, there was never anything like that. And it was just a fun memory to see this punt, pass, kick contest. And these kind of things are, you know, sometimes they're like underwear Olympics type events. Correct. But, uh, but they can be fun showcasing, you know, that speed. Marcus is talking about his 40. Um, there's other folks that are going to love to, you know, show off their bench press. Uh, so I think it'll be a spectator event and a lot of fun for the kids. You know, when, when many, many, many years ago when I was, you know, playing here at Powell High School and then even all the, the 10, 12 years that, you know, that I got into coaching, we always did the, the jamboree at Nayland Stadium. And at halftime of that jamboree, you'd play four or five games at the beginning, four or five at the end. But at halftime, all the schools that were participating would have a halftime competition where you would race a fastest lineman, a fastest back, you would have the longest throw and the longest punt. 
So it was there at Nayland Stadium. Everybody was watching. It was always a big event. That has disappeared. Um, and that is what I think, you know, the, the partnership with, with Dix allows us to start to bring back um, is to have all of these schools that are so close that are in this area to now be able to show up at one central location and have that that form of competition again so that these kids can get out there and, and start to highlight some of their skills. And you're talking about a lot of different skills, whether it's the guy throwing the football or the guy doing the bench press or the running, the jumping. Um, you know, there's a lot of different skills that are a part of a football team and a football program. And so it really gives these guys the opportunity to go through and highlight some of those skills, but still be as part of a highly competitive, but team setting as well. That's great. Uh, real quick, coach. Uh, uh, one question I do ask everybody, what is your personal favorite workout exercise when you're hitting the gym? Well, uh, it's been a day or two since I've actually uh, been to the gym and worked out personally. Uh, but but for me as a, as a young athlete and for me as a guy who tries to translate weight room to the football field, I'm a huge fan of, of, of hand cleans. Um, you know, I always was as a player. I think it's what's going to show the most explosiveness and the most translatable type exercise of how good can this kid be at firing his hips and being explosive, whether it means tackling somebody, whether it means coming out of a cut, whether it means exploding through uh, through a hole and, and you know, said it. I'm a huge fan of those guys being able to be fast with the hands, be able to flip their hips and be able to get up underneath some weight and be able to, to, to stick it and push it through. So, you know, for uh, for weight room type guys, that it's the one that I've always gauged who has that natural athleticism combined with that power to go along with it. Right on. Well, Coach, we're looking forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks. And then, of course, the uh, big event on the 12th at Dick's House of Sports starting at 5 o'clock. All right, thanks for coming on, buddy. You got it. Thank you. All right. Hey, thanks for checking out the episode. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. Uh, thanks so much to Marcus Jackson and Coach Matt Lowe for joining me on the show. And as always, thanks to Mike McBath Music for the song. You can follow me on Instagram at NoPlaybookPod.